Welcome to the Brief Transitions Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Clavier, an engineer turned entrepreneur, mom of two, and founder of Brief Transitions Mesh Underwear. This podcast is for you if you're going through any type of transition, whether it's related to your career, parenting, or other parts of your day-to-day life. Each week, I'll have a guest or topic that shares a story, as well as actionable tips for navigating life's transitions. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the Brief Transitions Podcast. Whether you've been listening for a while or it's your first time here, thank you so much for tuning in. I don't know if you've realized, but we are now in the last week of September, which feels crazy because I have no idea where the time goes. Someone please tell me and please also tell me how to slow it down. It must be possible. (laughs) No, I don't know. It's just as... As my girls get older, it feels like time goes faster, which I think I'm not alone in feeling that way. All right. So given that we're in the last week of September and next week we'll start Q4, quarter four to get us to the end of the year. That's only three months, about 90 days or so. And yeah, I wanted to come on here today and talk to you about how you can stay focused and accomplish what you want to accomplish for the end of the year. Now, something that I've been experimenting with and playing with over these last couple of years is really productivity and the intensity of productivity versus slowing down and letting things go. And it's quite the balance because in some respects, I want to go, I want to be accomplished, I want to show up and do things. And then in other ways I want to savor, I want to enjoy, I don't want to push. And there's something to be said for both of those. And there's something to be said for navigating them, finding the balance, and figuring out how you yourself can live within those two worlds. I really don't think it's so healthy to push all the time. There's a lot of online influencers that like to do that or, you know, online business coaches and those kinds of things that say, you have to show up and you have to do this and you have to do that. I don't subscribe to that anymore. On the other hand, I do believe you need to take action. You can't just sit around waiting for things to happen. So there's something in consistency and showing up while also not being too hard on yourself if you do have to soften and lean out at times. So that's just generally my philosophy. Take what you will from that. But what I wanted to share with you today is really around, okay, with Q4 here, how can you accomplish what you want to accomplish with the time that's left by the end of the year? So this is really for you. Bring your own self-awareness to it and be honest with yourself about what you'd like to accomplish and how you think you can get there. It is possible. That's why we're talking about it here for sure. But just you know yourself best. So like I always say on this podcast, take what resonates, leave the rest. So find what's helpful for you. And I'm just going to map out four clear steps that you can use for your goals, looking at the big picture of what you want to do with these three months, and then zeroing it in and staying focused so that you can actually get something accomplished, so that you're not having what I like to call a squirrel moment where you get 
distracted by a bunch of other things or shiny object syndrome or any of those things you may have already heard of, where we turn our attention to too many different things and then we're left with not much forward progress, if any. So the first thing that we want to look at is what is your goal? What is your one thing that you want to accomplish in this quarter? Now, you might say, Mary, I have so many goals. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do the other thing. And I'd say, that's great. Which one is most important that you want to focus on first? Because if you focus on too many things, they're not going to happen or they're going to happen at a much, much, much slower rate. Again, if that's how you want to do, then that's fine. But if you really want to look at the big picture of these three months and zero in, then I'd say pick one goal, pick one big goal of something that you want to accomplish. Then let's take a look at the why. So why do you want to accomplish this goal? It might be something where you're launching a new program. You want to launch a new program as a revenue stream in your business. This can apply also, if you if you work at a company or have some other type of career, the example that I'm giving now is if you're a business owner. So say you want to launch a new program and you say, okay, I want to launch this new program and it's going to give me X number of dollars more through through this year, right? I want to I want to make more money financially. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Okay, great. You want to make more money. My challenge here would be to find your why that connects with something in your desire. So what is having that extra money going to do for you? How is that going to change the way you look at your life? Is it going to bring you more financial security to be able to pay your bills? Is it going to allow you to save up for a specific vacation that you really want to fund? What is that emotional tie and that meaning to it that you have so that we can get past just a a very general statement, this is my goal and it's because I want to make more money and get to something that's much more, mm, that evokes more feeling in you so that when you have those low points or those hard days, you can dig deeper and find a way to stay focused and stay on top of your goal. Because it's very easy to get distracted. So having this emotional tie and emotional connection can be a way to support you through that. So take a look and be very honest with yourself on the why. And there's no right or wrongs. It's really what is going to help keep you motivated. All right. Then we look at the who. So let's talk about who can help you and or another question could be, who does this impact? So if you want to launch a new program and there's a lot involved and you have other team members already, you might want to list out who are the other team members that could be helping you with certain aspects of it? Maybe you have a marketing person or you have an administrative person or someone that can be doing some other tasks for you. So great, you can figure out who those people are, identify them so that when you make your implementation plan, you'll know what support you have. And then you could also look at who does this impact because it might be that your goal is something related to impacting also your family or your colleagues or someone else. So I'll give an example in my own life. So I work with clients both in the US and Europe on executive coaching and teaming and putting together workshops to help people work better together. Now, if I wanna have more clients 
and I get more clients that are based in the U.S., well, now that I'm in France, if I work with U.S. clients, which I do, it's just that my day starts in the afternoon and can go into the evening sometimes. Versus if I work with a European client, I'm closer or in the same time zone as them. So my point being, if my goal was to to get more clients for leadership development and executive coaching, I might say, okay, I want to get more clients in this area. If the clients are in the U.S., that's going to impact my evening schedule, which will in turn impact my husband's schedule to take care of our daughters or to pick them up from school or whatever it may be. So there could be other ways that your work directly or indirectly impacts someone else. And I do like to think of those things when looking at the who, because you might realize your household does have bandwidth for that, or maybe it doesn't in some way, or maybe you only have the opportunity for once a week to to be out in the evening or something just based on everybody's schedules. So it's something else to be aware of depending on your situation. All right, so that's the who. And then we get into the how, which the how is the magic of making all this happen, right? So I want you to look at how will this get done from a practical standpoint? This could be listing out all of the different tasks you have. I like to always look at the big picture and then zero it in. So I might first brainstorm, okay, what are all the steps that I need to take? In any order, just throw them down on the paper or type them up. And then I'll go back and look, okay, are these actually in order of when they need to happen or do they need to be reorganized somehow? And then I might think of other things that I missed. You can also bring in, if you have team members or other people supporting you, working with you, you could ask them to also take a look and you could do this together to come up with the action planning. But it's really important to identify what are the steps that have to get done. And then you can work backwards and figure out how do I put those into my schedule and actually get them done. So again, that could be brainstorming the list of things to get done, reorganizing them based on timing, and then putting them in your calendar or your work system, your work schedule somehow to be able to get them done. And you really want to look at what are the activities that are actually going to move the needle? Because a lot of times we focus on the things in the areas where we're very comfortable. For example, I love planning an organization so I can keep planning and keep organizing my spreadsheet till the cows come home or something. But that's not going to actually move the needle on the things that need to get done because at the end of the day, I only worked on the spreadsheet and I didn't do any client outreach or do anything to to propel that forward. So be very mindful of that when you're working on this because it really is about how can you take action. A tool that I use that I really like, I I kind of have a on again, off again relationship with it. It depends how you feel about these things. But a tool that I like is a software called Toggle. There's a free version that you can use online and it tracks your time. So you can bucket your time in terms of projects or clients and then track the time when you're using it. You just press start and stop and it'll summarize the amount of time you spent on that task. And I say I have an on again, off again relationship because there's something about tracking things too much that I 
fight against in a way, you know, I'm, I'm being very honest here, very honest. And I don't know if it's a control thing or what, but I just, sometimes I really think like, oh no, I don't want to do that. Cause I, I don't really want to see, right. If you don't really want to see where your time is going, if you don't really want to know how much time you're scrolling online somewhere, then you won't do it. Right. So, but now as I'm recording this, I'm happy to say I'm in an on again version of this relationship and I'm using toggle and it is very helpful and very effective because it helps you to keep focused on your task and you're less likely to have those squirrel moments where you get distracted and do other things. So find things that work for you. That's one thing that I like for me. I keep my list and use a project management tool. There's plenty of them out there. I use Asana the free version of Asana. And I just really like them as ways to stay focused, stay organized, and be able to to track how I'm getting things done. So as a recap, we're looking at, okay, what's it going to take in third quarter for you to get your goals accomplished or your big goal accomplished? We look at the what. What is one thing that you want to accomplish? The why. What's the emotional significance of that goal? What is it going to give you? The who, in terms of who can help you or who does this impact in some way. And then the how, which is the tools and resources and organization around getting this done and implementing this. So those are the four pieces that I always look at. Again, take what resonates for you, leave the rest. This does really require a lot of self-awareness. So be very honest with yourself. Why do you think you're getting stuck? Why do you think you're not accomplishing your goals? Or you might say, okay, I accomplished them, but maybe not as quickly as I'd like to. And then you can look at, okay, where are the places that I can improve or what other tools and systems and resources can I use to be more effective in that way? All of this to say, Happy Q4. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if you celebrate something like that, but really as a way to say, you got this, whatever you want to accomplish this quarter, you can do it. I should have been better prepared with this ahead of time. But if you go to maryclavier.com, I do have a workbook that does go through what, why, who, and how. It's under resources. I will stick it in the show notes so that you can look at it. It's a business scorecard workbook. So especially if you have your own business, it would be helpful. But you can use the same methodology and framework for other things too. So don't let that stop you. And it's just another way that you can look at this and make some changes and hopefully improvements in the way to how you're doing things. So with that, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you ever want to reach out or chat, I'm happy to. My email is hello at maryclavier.com. I'm on Instagram as well. I'll put all the links are always in the show notes too, but wherever you want to connect, I'll be there. LinkedIn too. Okay. That's enough places to give you. But anyway, I just want to say good luck and enjoy the rest of your week. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Brief Transitions podcast. Please help to share this podcast with others by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. I truly appreciate every single subscribe and review. 
If you'd like to connect with me further, please find me on Instagram at Brief Transitions or visit brieftransitions.com. Thanks so much and I'll see you next time.